Welcome to the Hot Copy Podcast with your hosts Kate Toon and Belinda Weaver. In each 20-minute episode, we'll be sharing secrets of successful copywriters, including copywriting tips, shortcuts, writing resources and laughs, all focused on helping you become a better copywriter. Hello, I'm Kate Toon and this is my co-host Belinda Weaver. Hello there. In this week's episode, we're talking about a challenge I know lots of copywriters struggle with. Is it possible to still find time for creative writing when you write for a living? Okay, so today, creative writing. Now, I wanted to talk about this because often when people ask me what I do, I say I'm a writer. And often their eyes light up and they ask me, what sort of things do you write? And then I kind of have to squirm a bit and admit that I write adverts and websites and junk mail. And it's not quite as sexy. And I see their shoulders sag and I secretly wish I was a real writer. And I know that many other copywriters struggle with this too. Perhaps you started out with aspirations to write a book or a film script. Perhaps you thought that copywriting would be a great way to make money from your love of writing. And perhaps now that you've started, you've realized, as many of us do, that copywriting isn't quite as creative as you thought. After a hard day writing plumbing websites or autoresponders for a financial services company, there's often little or no juice left in the can to write something truly creative for yourself. What do you think, Belinda? Um, I have an admission here, and that's that I don't really struggle with this. Now, I'm not pretending here that when I finished my hard day of work that I suddenly... um, go forth with lots of creative writing for myself I don't struggle with it because I don't have a secret book in me or the desire to write a play or anything like that um that isn't to say I don't create um creative personal time but I just don't feel like I'm missing my calling by you know by being just a copywriter and I have to say Kate I find it so interesting that you secretly wish you were a in quotes real writer I mean I have two of your books on my shelf there's the Gone Dotty your book of poems and Wobbly Jim which is our favorite story and my daughter's favorite story to read so how much of a real writer do you need to be what else have you got I know you've got other things in your little stockpile there Yes, I have published two books. So as you said, I've got Gone Dotty, which is a collection of poems, and Wobbly Jim, which is a children's illustrated book about a pirate with a wooden leg. And yes, I've written a lot of short plays, probably about 30, and they were performed all around the world, which is pretty cool. And I've written a TV pilot that got made, and I've made lots of short films. You can check out all those creative antics at www.kate2.com. But I guess about two years ago, I made the decision to put aside creative writing to focus on work. And so that, you know, what, what drove that decision? What was the trigger? Well, like, you know, all the creative stuff I've done so far has been amateur. So I self-published my books, which is not to detract from them. Lots of great books start off as self-published books. Um, I do have an agent, which is fantastic, but they've rejected all my work since Wobbly Jim. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it was all amateur work. And amateur work means that you don't get paid for it. And I think I just had a bit of a shift a couple of years ago, not 
entirely to do with having a child because he was about three then. Uh, but I just realized that I wanted to earn some money. Um, and unless you're J.K. Rowling or Stephen King, there's very little money in books. Um, and I found that as my business grew, I had less and less time to work on creative things. And the time that I did had, I want to use to earn money. Um, so I tried to find creativity in my job more, you know, so I did things like I created an e-course and I write little memes and quotes and I try now to write blog posts in much more of a me style that kind of ticks my creative writing box almost, not quite, but almost. <laughs> I love your little memes, Kate. Oh, thanks, love. <laughs> but it's that's such a great point about kind of how being creative doesn't necessarily mean writing a book and maybe that's why I don't feel like I'm kind of missing out because I think I explore my creativity in other ways like you said like through my work yeah and actually you may not remember this Belinda but I think we talked about this something like four years ago and I, I, I remember saying to you that I was really struggling because I didn't feel like a real writer and I remember you saying then I, I don't feel like that at all I don't have a burning desire um, and you know I was really shocked by that because I thought all writers wanted to write a book um, but as time has gone on I've realized no lots of people you know they're perfectly happy you know finding the creativity in the writing that they do for clients and pursuing other creative things. So recently I've started to do a lot of gardening, which makes me sound very middle-aged, but I find it quite creative and very relaxing. Uh, I've caught the coloring bug, so I'm starting to color in those <laughs> with felt tips, those little coloring books, which seems crazy, but I really like it. And I make things and I paint and sometimes I even knit. So, you know, doing creative things that don't actually involve words and writing. That's probably giving your brain the break that it needs. But I love those adult coloring books. I don't have any, but I just love this idea of adults giving themselves permission to spend time on something fun and creative as well. Although you just said you use felt tip pens and that kind of makes my little OCD side go, OCD side go oh no. You Why? Do you have to do pencil? Oh yeah, I would have to use... I would have to use pencil, I think. But, uh... I tried pencil. It just doesn't work quite so well. I think the thing is as well, it's utterly pointless. You know, there is no end result with that colouring. You know, what you're going to do with them when you're done? Yeah, you can frame them if you're kind of weird. But it, it's, it's just a thing in itself. It's a means to its own end. And I think that takes the pressure off as well. You know, you're not writing something or creating something that has a goal in mind. Oh, I'm going to sell this or I'm going to be famous. It's just relaxation. Crazy. Yeah, and that's probably why it's so relaxing is because there is no point. Yes, yeah. But one so, thing I've realized recently is that, you know, in the last few years of saying, oh, I'm not particularly creative and I have mentioned in a previous podcast, oh, I'm quite graphically challenged, um, but they're very negative statements and I think they're, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I say I'm not creative, therefore I am not creative. So I'm actually trying to change that and I mentioned to you um, – recently that I've started reading The Artist's Way, which is a book about uncovering or reconnecting with your creative side. And I think it's, well, obviously with the title, it's aimed at artists and I don't consider myself to be an artist, but I'm really intrigued with this idea of what will happen for me. I don't really, I don't want to write a book and I don't want to do oil painting or anything like that, but maybe I've been saying I'm not creative for so long that actually within me, I mean, maybe soon, maybe in a year, you'll start seeing my books or paintings or I'll start, you know, making food art out of carrots or something. I don't know. But, you know, I'm, I think 
I would like to discover if I have a more creative side to me. And at the end of the day, if I can just encourage my daughter to be more creative and we can be more creative in our play, I'll be happy with that. But but I'm kind of interested to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you know, as well, if you're not told you're creative as a child and if you don't have creative parents, then that kind of flicks a switch. But to be honest, I don't think you can call yourself a copywriter if you're not creative. I think you are, even though you've said you're not. You are, because how on earth could you pull all that stuff together for clients? It would just be impossible. It is a creative process. It, you know, it's not, you know, painting food art, as you said, or, but, it is, uh, but it, is, it is creative. So I think you're right. I think you've almost, you've made it a self-fulfilling process. And you need to turn that around, lady. Yeah, turn that stuff around. But, you know, here's a question for you. Do you think people are naturally creative or is it is it something that people can develop through a process? Is there hope for me, Kate? <laughs> well, look, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm – I think, you know, there's a big difference between creative and being talented uh, when it comes to creativity. So, you know, I think some people are born with like a, a, a Buddha-given talent and they just are talented from day dot and, you know, they, they nurture that and they practice and they become better. You know, um, I think creativity – you know, it's about not judging yourself if that creativity is like making pictures out of bits of pasta and you enjoy it, you're being creative. Um, so, yeah, I think you can become creative. I just think you have to find your inner beast, your inner child, and let them romp around and stop judging yourself and letting yourself get in the way and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just, just be. Just be. I like that. But, you know, <laughs> we put this question out to some of our Hot Copy Podcast followers on our Facebook page and our Facebook community, which listeners you should totally check out and we actually had some really interesting responses yeah it seemed the post really hits a nerve you know sometimes you post and it's like crickets nobody's putting anything but this one it got lots of comments very quickly um so we just i just thought it'd be good to share a few of these um one came from angela denley and she said after a day of writing copy or toddler wrangling wrangling i usually just want to collapse on a lounge and be a mindless consumer rather than a creator and i so get that oh yeah like more and I think I did it the other day when we finished our podcast. I was like, Belinda, I can't talk to you anymore. The Bachelor is on. I need this. I need to clean my palate with some utter rubbish. Yeah, I know that feeling, Angela. We're all there behind you. Um, we actually had another comment, Sally Cameron. She kind of takes your approach and she said, I think this is so important, but easier said than done. And Sally went on to say, I use my blog as a creative outlet, mixing in some personal reflection pieces with the drier, what to do before investing in SEO copy type of stuff. And she went on to say, and I make time for other creative outlets, drawing, painting, coloring, photography, and cooking. Yeah, excellent. Cooking is a good one. I don't get much fun out of cooking. I see it's quite functional, but uh, I know a lot of people love cooking. I just don't enjoy the cleaning up. (laughs) <laughs> I actually, I used to like cooking a lot more before I had to start cooking every day for a child. Oh, yeah. Why do people need to eat every day? It's Ugh. so annoying. <laughs> and then we had Charlotte, who we've mentioned on the show before, the, the podcast we talked about copywriting age to young or to old. And Charlotte is actually a published author. She said, since I started copywriting, the young adult and junior novel writing has gone by the board. Simply haven't had the time or headspace. Writing picture book texts is about as much as I can manage. 
Yeah, and I mean, I've read all of Charlotte Calder's junior novels. I love them. She's such a good writer. So I find that such a shame. And I think I've told the story before about when Charlotte got in touch with me and she was a, a writer wanting to be a copywriter, which to me was like, what? You know, it should be the other way around. Why on earth would you want to be a copywriter? I want to be you and she wants to be me. And since then, you know, she's helped me a bit with my creative writing or back in the day and I've helped her a bit with her copywriting. But I just found it funny that someone on the, on the good side would want to come over to the dark side (laughs) Um, and and Vanessa Mannix Coppard that's a great name referred to creative writing as a busman's holiday which I which I love so you know why would you want to spend all day writing and then spend all evening writing Uh, Jodie Earle said that she gets creative by writing songs which I thought was uh, nice she said the inspiration comes from nowhere but I did once write a pop song by giving myself a brief. It hasn't become a hit yet. Apparently, a copywriter wrote many of the Beach Beach Boys songs. What? Is that true? It's true. His name is Tony Asher. You can wiki him. And yeah, it's totally true. He was a copywriter. So there you go. There's hope for us all. Um, (laughs) Another comment came from Sarah Morton, and she said that she's slogging through her MA in creative writing, but I'm doing poetry this semester, so the novel has been a little neglected. I don't have trouble switching between copy and creative writing. It's lack of time more than anything. Hmm, Interesting. Mm, Yeah, time and energy seems to be a common theme here. Um, So, you know, what's the answer? Do you think it's possible to squeeze in creative writing time, which is what we're talking talking about around copywriting? Well, look, my attitude has always been that you only have so much creative juice in the day. So you kind of wake up with a full tank and everything and anything you do kind of uses up that juice. And I mean anything. So like writing an email, talking on the phone, watching TV, reading, they all take a little bit of that creative juice away. Um, You know, forming an email can be quite a struggle, (laughs) quite a creative task. And that's why often creative writing coaches will tell you like not to read books when you're trying to write a book or not to watch movies um, which seems kind of counterintuitive because you might think you want to feed uh, your inspiration but um, you know what they say is that kind of a period away from all that kind of stuff actually lets your thoughts bubble to the surface and lets your creative mind start to work and just referring back to the artist's way I think one of the things it recommends is to do the morning pages where you sit and try and write three continuous pages is that right have I got the right book yes that's exactly right that's the that's the one of two things that I've done I'm only at the beginning of the book but yeah the first thing you do of the day is you write three pages stream of consciousness yeah and I did that for a couple of weeks I got up every morning at five and did that and the stuff that came out I found fascinating the first page was usually all my worries and my things to do and you know everything I was stressed about it was usually the same thing every single day and by about page two I started to get a bit more creative but again you know you're you're free from distraction it's the beginning of the day nothing's clouded your creative brain and you're kind of free to you know let the sandbags drop and the creative balloon soar um so I think, in all honesty, it's really hard to write creatively after a day of writing for clients. You're just simply out of juice. I think possibly you maybe need to have a couple of clear days a month where you say, this is my creative writing time, and maybe move to a different environment if you can to write, like I used to write a lot in cafes. Um, and then maybe then, you know, you can set yourself some goals or, or just, you know, 
hopefully get a period where you get no clients at all and you can focus on creative writing but it doesn't seem to happen that way when you don't have clients you just stress about not having clients unfortunately yeah that's a good point I think it's a great tip about switching environments as well but generally making time for it just being a service provider as we are she said it just chips away at your energy not to mention being a partner and a mother and a father and a kid wrangler and all those other hats we all wear each day and I think to avoid feeling burned out we have to make time to feed our inner energy reserves and if being creative is really important to you then you have to prioritize it and make time for it and I don't think you have to shortchange your copywriting business in order to be creative a creative writer but you don't have to sacrifice your creative writing for your business I think if it's important to you you make time yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, if if creative writing just seems too much of a challenge, then try and find another outlet. You know, Tom mentioned last week that running, I mean, that's not a creative thing, but running is a big outlet for him in, in the podcast that we did with Tom Albrighton. Um, and, you know, I think Darren Rouse uh, goes for walks every day and, and listens to podcasts. So, you know, even if it's not finding something creative, you do definitely need to find some time out for yourself, whatever that may look like. So, what do you think? Do you think being a copywriter has allowed you to spend more or less time on creative writing? What What tricks and tactics do you use to carve out time for your creative writing? We'd love to hear. So head to the blog and leave comments on the post for this podcast episode. Well, that's it from us. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please don't forget to leave us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Your review will help other copywriters find us. You can also head to hotcopypodcast.com and leave your comments on the blog post for this episode. Until next time, happy writing! I don't want to sound like a... Well, I have to say that again because I was going to say wanker and I can't say wanker. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Beep!